You're listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast, your new home for inspiration, family, sports conversations, and a lot of other stuff. We're your all-purpose pod for an all-purpose life and your weekly mirror check before you go change the world, baby. Enjoy the show. I'm your host, Mr. You. Thank you again for joining us on the All Purpose Pod for an All Purpose Life, wherever you are today. How are you listening to our show? Thank you for making the Call Me Mr. You just a small part of your morning, your day, and your week with your weekly mirror check before you go change the world, baby. Thanks again for joining us. Love the support. We're on Facebook at They Call Me Mr. You, and we're on the Twitter machine at Call Me Mr. You. And of course, our new platform. I know you love Pandora, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Our new platform, Good Pods, allow you to rate and review every one of our shows, every season, every episode, as much as you would like. Please consider downloading the app today and joining us on Good Pods. Love to hear your thoughts on our show. Today, we're doing something that we've been implementing kind of slowly, but this season, we want to get it going. So we're doing what's called a Relationship Thursday. So every... Eh, one Thursday out of every month, we pick that for our Relationship Thursday. We talk about relationship stuff. We have a question of the day. Every month on the Thursday, we're going to roll that out. Dedicated to what? Relationships. Today is that day. I want to get some thoughts from our listeners. And we ask that you share your thoughts and comments and questions with us on our social media platforms. Of course, on Twitter, Facebook, and on the Good Pod pages. Share those with us. Let us know what you think about the show. And the question that we're posing to you today, if you're partial to Instagram, you can send a PM there as well with your thoughts and questions. We'll get them on the show. All right. So pro tip, don't share something you don't want to be shared with the rest of the nation. <laughs> Just a pro tip for you. Don't share something you don't want to be shared with everyone that listens to our show. Not a hard concept, <laughs> but. Little disclaimer I want to put out there for you guys, just so you know. Again, don't share something you don't want to be shared with the rest of the nation. Now, we put out some feelers for our Relationship Thursday episode today, and I want to get some thoughts from you guys on what we put out. So, again, on Twitter, Facebook, and on Good Pods as well. However you're hearing our show, leave your comments. Let us know what you think about the episode today and the question. If you haven't gotten a chance to put your submission in, do that in our comment section on the post on Facebook, Twitter, and on Good Pods. So we got a lot of submissions from our listeners regarding this topic, and we're going to share those today on our show. For those late to the party, please follow us on Facebook at They Call Me Mr. You, on Twitter at Call Me Mr. You, M-I-S-T-A-Y-U, and also on our new platform, Good Pods, which I'm very proud of and excited about. Enter your choice there, your comments under the post. For today's episode, Relationship Thursday, if I get those in time, I'll share those during our next time that we do a Relationship Thursday. Now, in case you guys were not aware, you should be by now, but relationships are weird. We often don't see what's clear. We often don't see what's not there. 
Love makes you do crazy things, right? Can we admit that? And tying into our question, I want to ask you guys a question about what I've been asking all of our listeners, I guess the past month or so in preparation for this episode. So here's our question for today for our Relationship Thursday. Here's our first question. How do you handle ending a relationship or severing ties with someone that's been a good friend in the past but it's become toxic? How do you handle ending a relationship or severing ties with someone where they were a good friend in the past, but now the relationship has become toxic? How do you do that? One last time, our question for today for our first Relationship Thursday. How do you handle ending a relationship or severing ties with someone that has been a good friend in the past, but has become toxic? But don't forget, once a month, on a Thursday will be our relationship Thursday. We're going to go deep into the world of relationship. We're going to ask some tough questions regarding this topic. So share your responses with us to all of our questions, thoughts about our shows or a particular episode or even relationship topic suggestions on They Call Me Mr. You and every post that we have on our Facebook page, Twitter, and you can also download the Good Pods app and subscribe to our show and drop your ideas there as much as you like. Unlimited room for your comments on Good Pods. So I love that. Please don't hesitate to share with us. So we can't wait to hear from you. Let us know what you think. Now, conversations about healing and mental health seem to be the norm. But honestly, ask yourself this question before we get into our Relationship Thursday for today. Ask this question to yourself. How do you get healthy in the exact same place where you got sick? Right? How do you get healthy in the exact same place where you got sick? How do you experience healing when you're around the same people that made you ill in the first place. This is not the question for today, but these two questions are important before we get into the question for today. How do you get healthy in the exact same place when you got sick in the first place? How do you experience healing when you're around the same people that made you need healing in the first place? It's really crazy, but think about that as we roll into our question, because I've heard so many from so many folks that not only responded to our submission for this episode, our question for the episode with the submissions and everything, but I think I've been hearing this in a normal course of networking, just having one-on-ones with people who have been talking about uh, relationship hurt and struggles in those areas. And one of the common themes, not everybody, but very common, you, you see that, they haven't changed anything. In order to change something, you have to change something. They've never, ever changed their environment. Their social circle is exactly the same. And they're wondering why they're hurting like this, why they're ill, why they're in need of healing, why their health is deteriorating physically and spiritually. And I would probably say emotionally and mentally too. Now I'm not a, a certified, uh, physician or anything or but it's like these people really need to understand that you can't get better while staying in the same environment you can't get better while staying in the same place where that's making you sick just something to think about let's go ahead and jump into our episode i want to share the responses from all of you guys that you share for our relationship thursday our question once again how do you handle ending a relationship or severing ties with someone has been a good friend to you in the past, but now that relationship has become toxic. 
How do you handle that? How have you handled it? Here are some of the responses. I'm not going to use everybody's full names, obviously, for anonymity purposes. But I want to go ahead and just share all the thoughts that we've been getting from you guys. And love to hear your thoughts and those on our social media platforms. Love to hear what you guys are thinking about. But one commenter, JC, says, well, I was always taught in order to keep myself together and to stay away from toxic people. I had to learn honesty, respect, and loyalty, especially when their ideas or ideologies didn't match mine's. I had to learn how to move forward to keep my life lined up with you know, the beliefs that I had. Okay. Totally understand that. Uh, emphasis by JC on you know, recognizing who's toxic. It's kind of important because most folks live with toxic folks don't even realize that they're making the environment what it is. They kind of just chalk it up to it just being normal. So I love JC's thoughts, recognizing that, you know, if somebody's toxic or not and staying away from them. I like that. I like that. Uh, making sure that, you know, you understand if your ideas or ideologies don't match and then begin to distance yourself. That's good. I know some folks who have different ideologies and they, they're big differences. Not little stuff like I like the Cowboys and they like the Giants. I mean, something really big, big stuff. And they don't make any changes. They kind of live and stew in that kind of environment. And then they wonder why things are going the way they are. So I love JC's comments. Thank you, JC. I got a comment from DT. And he said, distance. Maybe then it can be repaired or easily to, easier to completely walk away from. So creating space. Is what DT is talking about. Creating space, creating distance, and doing that right away. I, there was some more parts to the, uh, DT's comment, but you're talking about having a sense of urgency and creating distance and creating space, not waiting and kind of dragging it out because the longer you wait, the longer you or the deeper you are into the situation, and it's so much harder to get out when that happens. So I love distance being a response there. Thank you, DT. Got a response from RS saying, I usually tell a person straight up. If they continue, I will stop my contact and usually block them. Sounds like RS is talking about social media by using the term block, but I get the point here. They are pretty direct and let them know immediately right in the beginning that their behaviors is causing stress or strain or causing pain and it's just not working out and give them a chance to adjust the behavior. I like that. The direct approach is really good and something we don't really use very often nowadays. As much as we want to be call ourselves woke and kind of hip to things and on top of things, we usually lack the ability to tell somebody straight up or directly what the problem is that we have with them. We'll tell somebody else. We tell a third party who's not involved, which is gossip, basically. But we never tell a person straight up. So RS, I love that. Being direct. Tell them straight up. I like it. Okay. BG has a response here saying, I haven't always set boundaries well. But I'm learning that we oftentimes make people our idols. Wow. Okay. God isn't pleased when we listen to man and not him. With that being said, disrupting a relationship may have to be more of a quick, instant walk away. Interesting. It's problematic to remain loyal to someone that God's trying to deliver you from just to avoid being ridiculed. Wow. Okay. BG goes on to say, I don't have any specific steps, but we can do things or do all things in love as well as in decency and in order. Okay. I like this. Okay. So BG, 
is basically saying that it's problematic to remain loyal to somebody that you probably need to be away from. <laughs> that goes back to identification and recognizing that this person is not good for you in your life and not good for you for your future. And that, that goes back to a lot of things that we talk about on a podcast anyways, especially when it comes to entrepreneurship and just understanding your need for personal development. If you know what your why is and you know what your dreams and goals are, it's easy to tell if certain people and certain ideas fit or not. Because you know, I mean, even a little child knows that that square peg doesn't fit that round hole. They're going to try it a couple of times. After a while, they say, you know what? They're going to throw it to the side and find something else. A little child, less a toddler, can figure that out. Why can't we? Okay, let's move on. Uh, JC, which is a different JC than the first one. <laughs> JC says, with toxic relationships, you need to see your value and that you deserve wholeness. As you see their toxicity, try talking to the person. If they're not receptive, distance yourself so that you're not contaminated by who they are. You eliminate toxic relationships, you become more whole. And it's also, JC also goes on to say that transition might be a lonely place, but it's worth it. Transition might be a lonely place, but it's worth it. Thank you, JC. That's really excellent advice there. Again, we hear more about suggestions about distancing yourself, trying to talk to the person directly to make sure that you know, there's an understanding about your boundaries in life. And of course, JC also mentioned that you know you need to see your own value, understand who you are, and, and recognize that you deserve wholeness. It's not your punishment to be a broken person. You deserve to be whole. I love it, JC. Thank you. RC offers an idea for our uh, Relationship Thursday question. Simply state your case. No need to argue. State your case and resist the urge to second guess yourself for at least five years. (laughs) I wonder where the five years part came from. Interesting. Okay. So simply stating your case. RC also says resist the urge to second guess yourself. Make a decision and stick to it. That's scripture. I like that. Very good. Okay, KM goes on to say, normally I'll begin by distancing myself. They would get the picture. Now I just tell them I think it's best that we go our separate ways. Oof, sound like a breakup, girl. <laughs> I like it. So again, distance uh, comes in as a common response to our Relationship Thursday question, distancing. Okay. CB offers a thought. Well, first, address the behavior. Okay, very good. That makes sense. If there's a problem, how does the person even know that they have a problem? Or that you have a problem with them? Address the behavior that's causing the issue. Even give an example. Say, hey, you really upset me when you did blank. Since you haven't apologized, I've been noticing this kind of behavior as a trend. I don't wish to be friends with you anymore. Now, that's very direct. It's bold. It kind of puts everything out there on on the table immediately, right up front. You so, say, you know what? I've seen a behavior. You haven't apologized for it once. I can't be connected with you anymore. And usually you get a response probably of anger or indignation saying, what did I do? They're incredulous. Or they say, you know what? I didn't even realize I was doing that. My bad. I apologize. I work on that. You know? So thank you, CB. That was a really heartfelt answer. I appreciate you sharing that with us. All right. 
DF says, in my case with a friend, I tried. I tried discussing it, but they kept shutting me down. I tried. In the end, I had to cut all ties. I wish them no harm. However, our values didn't line up anymore. They had become a person I no longer liked. I'm into my boundaries now. I had to create that boundary for my peace. I was sad at first, but honestly, not anymore. I'm at peace. Okay, so we talk about setting boundaries. Let people know right up front what issues you have with their behaviors and how the values don't line up. A lot of common themes. I love this, guys. DF, thank you for your uh, submission. I appreciate that. All right. CW says it's a a case-by-case basis. You can outgrow people and outgrow situations. The standards you live by play a part in what kind of relationship you will have. I love that. That's really good. So CW says outgrowing people and situations is case-by-case. You can't treat everybody the same. I love that because it's important to remember that relationships they all involve what? People. And people are complex beings. You know that. You know yourself. You know I'm right. So you can't use one template on how to deal with every relationship in your life. It has to be a case-by-case basis. So I love that. It's an awesome job, CW. Thank you for sharing your thoughts with us. All right. I have another J- JC. This is my third JC. Wow. Okay. All right. This JC has a bit of a longer response. So bear with me. Here we go. Said the Bible says to confront them one on one. If they don't listen, take someone with you. If they still won't listen or change the behaviors, take several more. It's referred to as the church in scriptures. Then just be done with them. Paul would pray the enemy would deal with them so that they would come back to the faith after enduring and being tossed around for a bit of time. Modern day times, I think it's called the intervention. For me, I give many chances, pray and fast. But what I notice is that at some point, I don't let them go. My ship starts being in too stormy of a sea. It brings turbulence into my lane. This is usually my sign because I'm such a caretaker. Some people will never heed warnings. Just my take for what it's worth. That and loving my Jesus for over 50 years. Thank you, JC. I appreciate you sharing that. That is definitely some great thoughts here. I love the one-on-one confrontation. It definitely eliminates the point of being embarrassed by the other person. If they have to uh, be spoken to in a public setting. So it's good to always confront the person right away, especially with love. If you can do that, that's, that's really good. Uh, but also, you know, following, following scripture there that if you can't break through with just you and that person, you bring in somebody to kind of be a support system to you and kind of share those, uh, especially leading in the church, perhaps, and kind of bring attention to them in a closed door meeting setting. And hopefully they can receive that. If not, it could be time to cut ties. So excellent thought there. Guarding your peace. Making sure that any turbulence in your life, you know, you address that. JC, I love that. It's our third JC. Okay. All right. How about a submission from ME today? If the relationship is that detrimental, I would just walk away. Of course, having a conversation with that person is a great idea. I would not allow anyone to drain me of my mental and emotional stability. I can and will love you from a distance. Wish you well, but not at my expense. I like that for a lot of reasons. Thank you, Emmy, for sharing your thoughts with us today on our Relationship Thursday. I love that because Emmy definitely has a sense of who they are as a person. They recognize that, you know what? What I have is valuable. I'm not saying I'm better than somebody else or I'm on a higher level, but I have something of worth, whether it be my peace or my sanity or my emotional stability. Whatever that may be, 
I have something of value. I can't let somebody just come and just trample all over it because I know it's valuable. You may not know, but I know. So I love that Emmy is saying, you know, if it's a situation that's just detrimental to her health and to her growth or his growth and her health or his health and his growth, they just walk away. I love that because that's the kind of thing that we don't do. We tolerate some things more than we should. And the things that we shouldn't tolerate, we do. It's kind of weird. Okay, I have another thought from any. That'd be our final thought for our Relationship Thursday. Thank you for all the submissions once again, everybody. The last one from N.E. And N.E. says, personally, I tend to gradually back them off. Let them become interested on their own. I think I follow that. And it's the best way to avoid conflict and no one gets their feelings hurt. So I guess this may be more of a, <clears throat> a one-on-one relationship type of situation here, it sounds like, maybe. Perhaps uh, the person, is, I guess any is saying that they'd rather kind of retreat a bit and if the other person wants to advance and they still have an interest in relationship with any, that they will understand that, figure that out, and begin to take some steps toward engaging in relationship again. That's what I'm hearing here. But he said the best way to avoid conflict and it's the best way that nobody gets their feelings hurt. If it doesn't work, put up new boundaries. Just that word again. So if they aren't good for you, there's a high chance they won't like you or respect you or the boundaries that you are making to protect yourself from them or things that they may be doing. They'll get mad and walk away on their own. Okay. Thank you, Annie, for the thoughts. I appreciate that. So basically what we're hearing in a, a broad sense with all the responses today is boundaries. We're hearing a lot about uh, direct, directly addressing issues right away without waiting, without pausing. We're hearing a lot about knowing your own self-worth so you don't allow yourself to be in a situation where you will let somebody trample over something that, you know, maybe perhaps you don't see how valuable it is yourself. It's easy in those cases to let somebody trample over it and it becomes a really bad situation. But separating ourselves protects love because we're taking a stand against things that destroy love. We really see people as they really are a lot of times. So our perceptions are distorted by past relationships and our own preconceptions of who we think they are, even folks that we know very well. And you heard responses relating to time and distance. One that I didn't hear much about, and it has impacted me personally, was a supportive community. I didn't hear that much in our responses, but I know there's some, just being in the midst of great people is their idea of community. I don't think the word of God agrees with that because community is an active, living, breathing organism. It's giving and it's receiving. It's listening and it's gleaning. It's responsive. It's a push as well as a pull. That's community. It's a system of support and every contribution within it, within community, actually matters. It's my firm belief that every need there is can be resolved through the conduit of community. It's one thing I didn't hear in our answers, but I want to add my own answer today. The Lord designed it that way. You don't find the answers or the resources in yourself or in your solitude. It's often found through social capital, through community. You find it in the brotherhood or the sisterhood, like Acts chapter 2 and Acts 4, in solving hunger issues and family issues and financial stress, etc. All the answers for the people of God were found in the community. So I love all of the sponsors today. Distance, boundaries, self-esteem, protecting yourself. I love all those things. Let's add community and support 
through community in those answers. Thank you again for joining us, wherever you are today, however you're hearing. They call me Mr. You, the podcast. Thank you again for making us a small part of your morning, your day, and your week. With your weekly mirror check before you go change the world. Join us on Facebook at They Call Me Mr. You and on the Twitter machine at Call Me Mr. You, M I S T A Y U. And our new platform, Good Pods, where you can rate and review every episode that we have, every season, every show, without fail, as many comments as you like. Thank you for the five star rating. Love to hear your thoughts on our Relationship Thursday. This is the first of many. So be looking out on all social media platforms. More coming really soon, especially this season. Thank you again for joining us. Enjoy the music. And you know what? Coach out. Thanks again for listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Please like, share, and subscribe to our YouTube channel for all of our full-length live episodes. And of course, if you're an audio listener, wherever you enjoy your podcast listening, you can find the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Go change the world. Coach out.